Are you going for the uh, the ASMR market now? With the Does this, the would, you, would you pay to listen to this? Go on, try it again. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> it could be a podcast idea. Guess what I'm eating. Guess, yeah, so eat it for me. So eat it, the- yeah. <laughs> and then you have to say, oh, that's definitely a tortilla chip. <laughs> How are they? You want to give a review? <sighs> I think I've had better. But how is your drink, most importantly? You better, that I've just made. Go on, you better describe what it is first. So that is a gin and tonic, but the gin that comes mm. from Brazil, the Amazon region. Well, let me just try this. But what do we need to name check it for the? Uh, oh, please. For sponsorship. Oh, please don't, because I forgot. So. <laughs> okay, I'll try it now. I'll try one more on that. <laughs> That's very good. Mm. Very good indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, Though you don't like, uh, you were saying that you prefer it without tonic. Yes, I don't think tonic was a good idea. Okay. It is called a gin and tonic, though. Yeah, but it goes better with sparkling water, soda water, you know, or the other waters. (laughs) (laughs) How long gin and tonic? I don't even know how long gin and tonic's been around for. Anyway, I'm procrastinating here because I'm trying to find what I need to to read. Because you've said that your phone is charging. Yeah, so you're going to have to let me read it off your phone. Do you trust me enough to read it off your phone? That very... Well, I I, I don't think I do now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to work out where I put this damn thing. Uh, Right. let uh, Let me pause. Okay. I have found it. Okay, so it is in... Uh, right, can you see that there? Oh my God, that is tiny. Right, okay. Yes, I can see it. Okay. So, this is a poem. Mm-hmm. A poem by Philip Larkin. Yes. And it's called To the Sea. So... Hmm. Are you going to explain why you picked this particular poem I now? Will, I, will, or? I think when, we've, when you've read it to me. When I've read so, it. So, read it to me. To the Sea by Philip Larkin. To step over the low wall that divides road from concrete walk above the shore brings sharply back something known long before. (laughs) Your dog is disturbing me. The miniature gaiety? gaiety, gaiety of seasides. Everything crowns under the low horizon. Steep beach, blue water, towels, red bathing caps, the small hushed waves, repeated fresh collapse, repeated fresh collapse, up the warm yellow sand and further off, a wise steamer stuck in the afternoon. Still going on, all of it, still going on, to lie, eat, sleep, in hearing of the surf, ears to transistors, ears to transistors, mm-hmm. that sound tame enough under the sky, or gently up and down. Lead or lead? I never understand when it's at the beginning of the sentence. For lead, lead the uncertain. Lead the uncertain. Lead the uncertain children, frilled in white, and grasping at enormous air or will, the rigid all along for them to feel. A final summer plainly still occurs as half an annual pleasure, half a right. As when, happy I being on my own, I searched the sand for famous cricketers, or farther back, my parents, listeners, 
to the same seaside quack first became known. Strange to me now, I watched the cloudless scene, the same clear water over smoothed pebbles, the distant bathers' weak protesting trebles Mm -hmm. down at his edge, and then the cheap cigars, the chocolate papers, tea leaves, and between the rocks, the rusting soap tins, till the first few families... I'm getting the rhythm wrong. Till the first few families start the trek back to the cars. The white white steamer has gone. Like breath on glass, the sunlight has turned milky. If the worst of flawless weather is our falling, is our failing, falling short. God, I'm rubbish at this. Is our falling short. It may be that through habit, these do best. Coming to the water clumsily undressed, yearly, teaching their children by a sort of clowning, helping the old too as they old. That is nice. To the sea. To the sea, yes. I love that. It's really good. It brings it brings back quite a few memories. Well, this is it. This is why I picked it, you see, because we should say that obviously this is the first, uh, this is Happy New Year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we're back together again. Yes. So the last time uh, we did this, you were in a faraway land. I was. Very far. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, the beach or the sea um, has particular memories for me, and I'm guessing it has particular memories for you, given yes. that you were, you know, travelling home. I so was. how did it make you feel when you read it? Yeah, some, some words came, you know, they... they uh, they sounded in a in a way where obviously you know when I see up the warm yellow sand and things like that, so you know it's just what it is. Brazil is, is is exactly that, isn't it? Sometimes quite annoyingly because I had to run away from the sand quite a few times because you're so hot. Well, I think because the sea, even though I grew up in. Um in the middle of England. Right? In fact, I grew up almost from, I grew up 11 miles from the centre of England, right? a place called Meriden. I didn't grow up in Meriden, but Meriden is the centre of England. So I couldn't have been any further away from the sea. Oh. But what I love about that poem is he talks about how it's enjoyment, but also a rite, a ritual that you go through. And for me, that when I was growing up, it was very much that. If I didn't go to the beach on holiday, it didn't feel like a holiday. So if we went down to the south coast or normally to the southwest in Cornwall, it would feel like a holiday. So the sea yes. had actually a powerful influence on me growing up, even though I hardly ever saw it. And the reason why I wanted you to read it is because the sea, when you were growing up, was always there. Mm-hmm. So did it feel for you like a family ritual as well as enjoyment as well what was your relate how did it you know what was your relationship with it growing up and when you went back home does that when you go back home does that all come back to you this is interesting because it doesn't feel like a holiday like you just just described so going back to the beach and going to the beach as I did every day while I was there it just felt like doing any anything else I used to do you know going to my parent or to, to my grandparents house or going to see my friends going to school going to you know so going to the beach doesn't feel like that, which was interesting because when I moved to the UK, I didn't understand why every year people went on holiday somewhere else abroad. Because and then you ask, where, where are you going? Spain, you know. And you think, oh, right. Because it didn't make any sense to me. The beach is something that you go every Sunday. It's 20 minutes away. 
But for me, I just love that idea of him, um, the way he talks about that ritual, because even when we would go on holiday and it'd be pretty terrible weather, we'd still sit on yes. the beach. It's <laughs> a classic British thing. And you think, we're doing that because we feel we ought to, and we've come all this way, and we're damp, we're going to definitely sit on the beach, we're going to stick it out, no matter what the weather's like. We'll wait for the weather to turn. And I just love the way he sort of has that, the poem for me is just that, that sort of contrast between the enjoyment of it and the way he remembers it as a child and then I was going into an adult. Um, but the sort of ritual that's required from it as well. And there's that final line. Read the final line. Read the final couple of lines for me there. It may be that through habit this do best, coming to the water clumsily undressed, yearly, teaching their children by a sort of clowning, helping the old too as they ought. It's about that. It's about how the it's sort of you know maybe they're not treating the beach and the sea as the, mm. in the way they should do, and they need to they need to he's sort of annoyed sort of annoyed about it as well. It's, I just think it's a really I just think it's it a really lovely poem, and the idea of to the sea, you know, the seaside to the sea. It's sort of that. It's even in that term, you know, the the journey there. Yes, you know, it's sort of sea. to the sea. Yes, and um, it's even the title I think is sort of really evocative. So oh, it's good. So you enjoyed that. Very good. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's yeah. So, you know, very, obviously very different. Um, I think the dog is trying to get in back into the room, isn't I it? I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Banish the dog. And she's trying to get back. And t- Maybe she has a view on Larkin. I, don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. She, wa- she wants my, my tortilla chips. And I think given that it's uh, the, the weather is so cold outside, the idea of going to the sea in a warm place is very inviting. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you might... You might come to you might come with me to the seaside. That would be amazing. You know, the tropical one. Oh, and by the way, one thing that did um came to mind is that so you know, you know, Sunday Sunday you you get up in Brazil and you go to the beach. You watch Formula One. Obviously this isn't when I was growing up. You watch Formula One, you watch which, which is the TV show with the red bathing suit with the women? Oh, Baywatch. Baywatch. Uh, my dad was a fan. <laughs> I think think most men in the world were fans. Formula One, Baywatch, and we will go to the beach. And then he says this line here, still going on, all of it, still going on, to lie, eat, sleep, in hearing of the surf. And I remember it was such it was such a long day. Even though you have Formula One at home, Baywatch at home, you go to the beach in the afternoon, but it still feels like a very you could nap, you could you eat, you eat fish, you get ice cream, and then back home. And don't forget, it's the best sleep. It's the sleep after the sea. Yeah, I remember when uh, whenever we used to go down to Cornwall mainly. And we'd stay as long as we could, yeah. right? So you're trying to eke out as much of the sun as you possibly could. And obviously in Cornwall, the, the sun is is setting in the west, so you're getting the sunset, and you're getting that beautiful, you know, the best part of the day, that kind of sundowner experience. But it's the line here where he talks about few families start the trek back to the cars, <laughs> and the idea of you carrying all your stuff yes. up the road. And I used to love that feeling of, um, you know, whatever sandals on, you got sand on you, and you have that sort of when it was warm you'd feel the sort of crustiness of your skin mm. your sort of tightness when you spend all day on the beach and there's something sort of i don't know as if you're sort of triumphant thinking we did it we survived yes. all day on the beach looking forward to a shower you know an evening meal and things like that and i still remember that as you know vividly as a child and i still I suppose every time i go to the sea i'm taken back to that time, even though, unlike you, you know, I didn't go to the sea, seaside very often, but it's still really powerful. And even now, I suppose, going on holiday, 
if I haven't been to a beach, it feels like a, I don't know, it feels, sometimes it feels unusual, mm. but the sea has a sort of a, you know, a powerful pull, even though I grew up in the middle of the country and it, it wasn't really, it was only an infrequent part of my life, but it was a ritual and a ritual enjoyment, I suppose, really. Yeah. yeah, there is a saying, isn't there? It's better to have a bad day at work than, no, it's better to have a good, uh, it's better to have a bad day on the beach than a good day at work. work. Is that what it is? I don't know. Where am never, I making it I've up? never heard it, but I love oh it. Oh, God, am I even making it so up? So it's never, it's better to have a bad day on the beach. No, it better. Oh it's better to have a bad day on the beach than a good day at work. Wow. That's, I like that. I don't know where you've got, <laughs> I don't know where you've got that from, but let's, um, well, you could claim it. <laughs> on that bombshell. So we, uh, we'll hand the baton back to you for next time. Oh, yeah. I better get creative. <laughs>